Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Hello, everyone. It's Wednesday, my favorite day of the week, and I've just got something, some very exciting news for you all. I also am going to share with you a little bit of information that I got when I was in Papua New Guinea. I think you'll find that fascinating, but the show will be shorter today than normal, so I want to get get moving. I hope all of you had a great week. I certainly did. As you know, from last week, I am back from that incredible trip to the Asian arena, and I'm finally moving back to unfolding my life here. That trip, as I mentioned, was all that I hoped for and so much more. I, I just saw these impressive, fascinating, enlightening, beautiful slices of life from the flora and fauna um, in the wild. And I also got to meet a lot of people in the various countries. Uh, you know, as you know, I went to China, I went to Borneo and Papua New Guinea. So it was inspirational and gorgeous and incredible beyond words. But the richest icing on the cake was that I received a lot of higher self information. I did also mention that last week, but as you know, I was really exhausted. And I'd only been back (laughs) two days, very sleep deprived, and had not been able to process all of the trip and what that meant and the significance of it for me. I just went on the show because you know how committed I am to it. That radio, the radio show for me is like come hell or high water, I, I'm going to do it. So, but as the days went on and my head cleared and I was less cotton headed and more able to process and clear headed, I realized the change was in the air. Okay. Um, and that prioritizing was needed. And, you know, I wear a lot of hats, you guys. I do a, do a lot of things. And sometimes you just can't do all the hats at once. So you have to shift which ones get the focus from time to time. And that's just what's happening now. Now, again, I mentioned last week I learned a lot about the evolution of the animal kingdom what animals need to learn on their journey and how that journey, once it's complete and the animal souls move into the human kingdom, how that journey affects their journey in the human kingdom. I mean, it was pretty amazing. And when you get the information. It's so enlightening. You see things in a different way. You see a lot of what's going on around the planet in a different way. So it was fascinating and it was enlightening. And I realized I couldn't just sit back and do nothing with it. It is, I just, I knew it was important, but in the last week, that importance just came home to me so intensely. And I knew I had to really sit down 
you know, I have it all in this little notebook I carried. We were under some very severe weight restrictions from time to time, and I was unable to bring my computer. So I wrote everything down in this notebook. Now, it isn't a big notebook. It's, it's a smaller notebook, so it could fit, but it's, you know, 40 or 50 pages, two-sided, and I almost filled up every page with the information that I got. But I didn't want it just to sit there. I wanted to put it into the computer. And then as I'm putting it in, pull in additional information because it's all pretty tip of the iceberg kind of stuff. I mean, hello, the animal kingdom is huge. Do you think I'm going to get a huge amount of information, the small amount of time I had? No. So I want to really spend time on fleshing it out, expanding it, get, getting the depth that is there, but I'm just one person doing it perhaps. I don't know if other people are doing it, but this, this isn't information about specific animal groups. What's, how do these type of monkeys survive or, or something? This is about the soul evolution of within the animal kingdom. When plant souls evolve, hello, <laughs> evolve into the animal kingdom, and then how their journey in that kingdom, what it is they come in to learn, what it is, how, how they learn it. And, and then eventually when they become fully, when they know everything there is to learn within the animal kingdom, how, and they're ready to graduate in the human kingdom, okay, what is that animal nature, how does it affect the journey in the human soul? It, so it is... I think an arena not really touched on by many people. The higher self just downloaded on me whenever I had the time and said, okay, I'm going to do this. And the, the information just completely flowed. And I want to get back into the flow and really flesh it out. I'll have more time. So, um, but also, Jane and, members of Jane and Company, came in during my trip, sometimes more actively, sometimes sort of in the, uh, sort of on the sidelines. But it really was fascinating. And it gave me the, I came away from it knowing that I really had to continue working on that third book on Jane and Company. I haven't talked much about it for you all, but it is at the, in, in one of the appendixes in my second book, second book being Soul Psychology, Our Journey Through the Human Kingdom Universe. And so you can, if you have that book, take a look at that. I have talked about it off and on throughout the show. It is, Jane and Company, I can't wait to get the book written. It's a page turner. It's fascinating. It's enlightening. And it's tremendously helpful for all of us. So it's a true story. I'm telling a true story in that book, and it will, beyond anything, it will give a whole other added level of help for all of us, and we don't know it's available. I know it's available, and I use the resources of Jane and Company on a regular basis, but most people don't know it's available, and I really want to get that book written. So between wanting to flesh out all the new material I got on the animal kingdom and the new impetus to get this third book really going and written, I realized I need more time. 
so because my my schedule is pretty schedule is pretty busy every week. You guys may not know, but to do an hour and a half to two hour radio show for me each week, I spend anywhere between a day and a half and two and a half days preparing for the show. I do a lot of preparation, and in essence, I write a short essay between, I don't know, seven to ten pages every single week. Because, you know, we can't just sit there chatting, and then I go, oh, now what was I going to say? Or, you know, you don't have a space for those pauses. If you were in person in a group, you can have pauses. But on the radio, you don't want to have that dead air. So I really come prepared. I have, I'm have on the show because I want to share great things, fascinating things, important things, enlightening things, helpful things, healing things with you all. And I want to do it in a way that is as professional as I can. So I do spend a lot of time prepare. So I had also, by the way, I did have a, I have a meetup group every Saturday morning. And I was going to start a second meetup every Thursday evening. The Saturday morning meetup takes virtually no preparation. The some a little bit at times, but not so much. And then, but the Thursday night one that I was going to add takes a ton of time in this particular one. It's informational. And so there's a lot of prep for that group. And so I decided to delay it indefinitely in order not to be, uh, to, to, to keep that time open that I would normally prep. I'm continuing, of course, my Saturday group. I don't know that I'll ever not have that. It's kind of, it's kind of like the radio show. The radio show, I have built a community of listeners, but I don't really interact with you all. The meetup group that, that I have every Saturday, I have a community of people that I know and that know me, and it is fabulous. So that group will continue as well. Now, when it comes to the radio show, to get back to that part, I first thought, oh, maybe I should put the radio show on hiatus. I did that for a large part of 2013 when I was writing my third book because you just need the time, guys. Writing is, it is real dedication. It's work. And I'm not writing because I just have to write. And I'm someone who just has that sort of creative bug that motivates them along. I write because I have something to say, something to share with you all. And I never was much of a writer. And, of course, I've got a lot of education, so I basically can put a sentence together. But it is work. It is work for me. But it is a labor of love. But you do need time. So I first thought, oh, I'm going to put the show on hiatus, like I said. But I just kind of got in my stomach, I really didn't want to do that. I really didn't because, again, the show is so important to me. The community of listeners is so important. So I was talking to a few people, and some ideas popped around, and, and, and then I just knew what I wanted to do. I'm going to change the format of the show. I am going to continue it every single week, but instead of doing an hour and a half to two hours, I am going to change it to an hour and a half an hour. Okay. Now, this it's also going to be changed in the presentation. There is not going to be all that prep that is needed. There will be some minor prep, but it's not going to be a lot. 
But in addition to the half hour that I'm going to be giving you every week, I'm also going to video the show. So the audio on Blog Talk will continue to be available. It'll be on that smartphone podcast app that's free. It will be on my website when I get them on there. I'm always behind on that. And, but, and it will also be on Blog Talk Radio because they archive the shows as well. So they're always going to be available on the podcast because some people, they love podcasts, and so I want to make it available to as many as I can. There are other people that are really into YouTube and video feed, whether it's YouTube or somewhere else. So I decided to video my show. I understand, I've heard since I make that decision that others do that. People who are on the radio will also video it. So I, I guess it's pretty, maybe it's even common, I don't know. I didn't know that when I made the decision. But in any case, I'm excited about it. But because it's going to be a half hour, because it's going to be videoed, it will be much more casual in the sense that I won't spend hours on the prep, but it's still going to be the higher self voice. Now, I'll have new people tuning in because of the video format. So I will, from time to time, do a little review, do a little explanation. But if you've listened to my podcast already, you know how much information is out there. Do you think review is going to hurt? No. And it will come out in a different way. Because whatever I did a year ago or three years ago on my podcast on my um, blog talk. I've expanded, guys. We all have. We've all gone through changes and expansion. And so it's going to come out in new ways. And maybe when you hear it this time, it'll click in even more than it clicked in before. So the review is no biggie. But there will also be a lot of other things on the show that I don't really usually share with you. Not because I don't want to, but because there is so much information that I have at my fingertips, not only from Joan Culpepper, who, where I learned and was introduced to the higher self many years ago in the 80s, but also I myself bring in new information all the time. And so much, you just, there's so much. I pick a topic, as you know, and I do that topic. But I don't cover all the fascinating things that happened that week, the new pieces of information I've gotten, or maybe I've done a healing on someone. And the pattern that comes through is so fascinating and interesting. I want to share that pattern. Now, of course, I won't say who the client is. All of that will be really totally vague and anonymous. But I don't normally share those things with you. Also, the higher selves in the last week or two have really added and shifted in emphasis. They, as you know, have talked a lot about awakening to who we truly are, going within, doing the clearing, the neutralizing, getting that energetic garbage that we all carried into the light, neutralizing it and having the light absorb it and continuing to change the energetic garbage because as we, as we neutralize and clear that garbage, our outer reality gets, because the outer reality mirrors exactly what we carry in that energetic field, we change our lives for the better. 
So you know I've emphasized that, and I've emphasized it too because it's going to help us move into the destiny pattern where we can role model for the humanities on many different levels the, that these changes can absolutely can happen and will happen. We are going to teach simply by being and doing, and it will open up so many of us want to do our destiny, so many of us want to help others. And so I've talked about it, too, on that level, that not only will it change our outer reality and make our lives smoother, better, happier, more joyful, more successful, et cetera, more balanced, everything, more healthy, but it also will prepare us to, you know, we're learning how to swim, so to speak, so that we can save a drowning man. Because if we can't swim ourselves, what good are we? We, we? we will not be able to help others. So those two areas I've really emphasized. But this last week or two, the higher selves have come in with a new emphasis. Okay, you ready for this? They really are bringing to me and to my clients and to my groups the idea that it's not that we're not going to be doing what I just said about the clearing and the awakening and the, all of that, but we're also going to, it's time for us to really begin to tune in, to become one with the true soul essence that we carry, one with that fifth dimensional nature that we carry. And so a lot of the emphasis is now being put on that. So in the show. I will also be helping everyone to tune within, to learn how to get information for them for yourselves. Because the answers, the enlightenment, the, the balance, the, the harmony, harmony, the fixes, the solution, the healing, you all carry it within. But we just don't pay attention. We walk through our life so many times without really going within and tapping in and utilizing all that amazingness that we carry inside. So that, too, will be brought out in the show, where I'm actually going to help explain and give you exercises, so to speak. Now, it will be in smaller doses. It will be more casual. It'll be kind of like this, where I'm just kind of chatting with you. But I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Um, I'm also going to share some of the information about the animal kingdom, about Jane and company. When certain things come up, I'll introduce you a little bit more to Jane and her story and, and all of that. It, there won't be enough time for me to go into great detail on it, but there'll be, there'll be stories and indications that I'll share with you guys on that show. So, and those video shows will be posted on my YouTube channel and Right now, my YouTube channel isn't really set up so great. <laughs> um, my, my son is going to be coming over on Sunday, and he is going to help me get it better. Um, but until then, I'll just say that if you go on and, and do Janet Richmond Higher Self Voice, you will find it. Then if you click on one of the videos on there, you will get the little blurb that asks you to subscribe. And you certainly don't have to subscribe if you don't want to, but that's the way it's set up now. I think when you get up to 100 subscribers, then you get your own YouTube channel. So I don't have that yet. I, 
you know. So if any of you want to subscribe just to help me out, thank you. But again, there's no pressure. I'm just letting you know. Now, um, I'm also don't not going to forget the healing portion of my show. I will be doing healings from time to time. It's, there's, I probably won't know what the show is going to be until the end of the week. I'm going to pick the thing that's most fascinating or if there's some issue like, for example, the shootings, uh, shooting in Las Vegas, if there's some, something in the story, in the, in the news that's really important, I might do a group healing on it. So week to week, it's going to be kind of flexible, and it will not, I won't, it's not like I'm start, starting out, and I will for sure have a series for this and this and this and this. There might be some of that from time to time, but it is going to be really much more flexible. And, but in any case, it still is the higher self voice. The higher self voice is basically bringing you the information, the insight, the help, the healing, the balancing, the stories, whatever, from that fifth dimensional level. And I'm going to help you guys do it too. I don't want to be the only one. Now, I'm sure I'm not the only one, but we have a community here. I'm hoping many of you in this community will move forward and be able to bring in your own information. Uh, there is so much information that, you know, we need as many on hand as possible. So anyway, it's going to be a new approach to the show, an exciting one. I don't know exactly how it's going to unfold, but it will unfold in ways that I can't imagine now. I'm trying to give you sort of tidbits of what it might be. I have no clue, really exactly how it's going to be and maybe in the beginning I'm going to kind of feel awkward because suddenly I've got the video camera in front of me you know what I mean (laughs) but I can handle it just give me time to get used to it and you know I, I would appreciate it but anyway I do have more time I set up the show for only an hour today which is not my my norm but but that's what I did but I do want to give you a piece of the information this is information, this is, came in to me at the end of September, and I was in Papua New Guinea. And I'm just going to give you one little part of it, not the whole part, but I think you will get a feel for how fascinating and interesting the information was that I got. And this involved a soul, many souls, in fact, several souls, but they had laid it from the human kingdom heavens. So let me just begin by beginning. Okay. So I was at lunch that particular day when I saw several Papua New Guineans dressed, uh, people dressed in their native dress. Uh, They were, they had laid aside the body. They came into me while I was eating and I kind of saw them off to the left. And the higher self just, you know, I'm sitting at lunch with people and there's chit-chat going on. And so I, I didn't have time to really deal with it at the moment. But the higher self said to me briefly, they indicated I could call this group the spirit of New, Papua New Guinea. So I didn't know what that meant, but it seemed really interesting. And so <laughs> when I finished lunch, I decided to go off on my own and see what was up with all of that and 
so I, of course, amalgamated and, and I activated the Rainbow Bridge energy. And five platforms appeared. And so five people moved on to the platforms. Now, three were highlighted very strongly. They were very solid. It's hard to explain exactly, but two were not. It was, they weren't that highlighted. I came to figure out after the fact that those two were there if I had time to get to them. I did not have time to get to them. I only did three, but the three were so fascinating. Going back and, and discovering and finding out and working with the other two, trust me, is one of the things on my list that I want to do with more, the more time that I will have. So the, okay, it came to me at that point that each of these individuals wanted to talk about some aspect or some element of their country and that it's a unique blend of the human condition. Then the higher selves came in right then first to, to give me some background. They said this land, and they met Papua New Guinea, has been one, and Papua New Guinea, by the way, is an island. It's a big island, but it's not, I don't know what size it is in relationship to other islands, but it, it's a big island. Anyway, so this, they said this land has been one of the focal points or locations of the evolutionary process of the humanities. It's explored the concept of differences within the whole. The whole is humankind, and the differences are the many tribes, languages, cultural beliefs within the confines of a relatively small territory. Just for your guys' information, there are, there are over 800 languages and cultures, some estimate closer to 1,000. I've heard both numbers, so I don't know which one is accurate, but trust me, it's a lot. And it's as if we would drive to, you know, Laguna Beach from L.A., and there'd be a whole different culture and a whole different language. So it is amazing. So many differences within the whole. Okay. If there's very little exposure to difference in variety, there is less, this is the higher self talking, there is less opportunity to learn and respect others that aren't like yourselves. There are, of course, there would be, of course, other conflicts, but in a different way. In Papua New Guinea, the Papua New Guinea was and is a place souls came to to learn to appreciate and respect differences. It's not an easy task for the, for the humanities that have not moved very far along at the human frequency level. It's why many souls that incarnate there or here, they said here because I was there, do so over and over again as they miss the lesson the first time. The souls who present today are doing so to educate you and to also use the opportunity for soul growth. We recommend that you talk with each one. Now, so that with that, they stopped. They, that's what they said. But I want you guys to understand that what I say was impressed to me from the higher self. So, and they also they're just indicating to me now, but I hadn't put that down and I hadn't remembered. They also would translate my words 
in a way so that the other can hear what I'm saying with a proper understanding, and then I would also understand what they said. Because I have no idea how long ago these people laid aside the body. Their language, of course, would be different than English, uh, of course, but at the soul level, that doesn't really matter. The higher self take it one step further, and they do help with the understanding, the translation. I learned all about this through Jane and Company, and you're going to learn about it too with that third book when I get it out. But it is pretty darn fascinating, and I have some real examples, real-life examples that came up. You'll understand it better. But just know that I'm being impressed with what to say. So man number one on the far left platform steps forward. He says, Hello, it's my honor and pleasure to meet you. I have not met many like you, but it was explained that connecting with one such as you would help me understand. I say, it's also my honor to meet you. I'm so privileged you have come forward to speak with me. I look forward to learning what you wish to tell me. Okay, so he comes in and he says, I came here to tell you about the land. It's a gift from the Holy Ones that was provided for all families. We do not own it. We share it with nature and all others. However, some of us have lost our way, and I am one, who forgot this and moved into the thought that the land was mine. I dedicated my life to hoarding and accumulating more and more land so as to be wealthy and attain status within my tribe and clan. It left me bitter and unhappy later in life. And when I laid aside the body, I came to more fully understand the era of my ways. I have worked on the other side for at least a 100 years to more fully understand and to change my perspective. It has been difficult give up the idea that land is the most important thing and that I must have it. And until I can let go of that deep belief, I will only repeat the same limiting actions. So I say, I I, I can't, this came from his heart. I can't give you enough verbally as I'm reading this. It came from the heart It was a real sense of agony there, a desire to teach me, but also a desire to get the help. So I said, please tell me what I may call you. Now, in case you didn't remember or know this, I'm not good at names, but I did my best. And he says, my name is Havali. Now, that was the best I could get it, and it could be 100% wrong. It didn't really matter, but I needed something to call him. So if it was wrong, the higher self would have translated it correctly. Anyway, I say, Hivali, I'm going to use a healing technique on you to help you loosen that deep belief. Please understand that this cannot hurt or harm you in any way. If you don't wish to use the energies I use, you can always say no. But I hope you will give it a try. It's been over 100 years, and it's still there. So let's try something new. It takes courage to try something new, but I see your courage. It is there within you. And Havali says, I will try it. I say, I want you to see the light of the Holy One surrounding you 
This light is also part of you. Please stand within this light and watch it grow all around. Now simply say to yourself, I let go of my beliefs about land and all of the misunderstandings known and unknown that are part of those beliefs. Say, I let go of my attachment to wealth and status and I let go of my need to measure my worth based on something that does not belong to me. As you say these words, the energy that the words carry will leave you and will move into the light surrounding you. This light will heal these energies, but changing them to energy that helps you. Not but changing and changing them to energy that helps you. You can do this now. Then I paused for a while and I saw him doing it. And then I said, I see a lot of these energies moving out into your light. Just keep saying these words to yourself. I, I also want you to know that I'm going to activate some of those holy and divine energies that you, will help you with this process. Divine higher heart consciousness, evolutionary enlightenment, vision, freedom from belief in these patterns. And then I wrote a note to myself. I saw a lot of dark energies being released from the abdomen, I see shame, deep, deep shame, self-judgment, feeling less than, and feeling unworthy. So I send in also divine wisdom, divine courage, and divine hope, and divine faith. The higher selves at this point come in, and they, they, you know, for me to understand, they basically put a volley on kind of a freeze frame situation, and that too I learned about with the Jane and Company stuff back in the 80s, and I will be explaining that as well. But they, they, put, they put basically Havali in a freeze frame so they could explain things to me, okay? Um, and this is what they said. The issue of Havali's is one that all souls at the human level will slowly bring into consciousness, and that is that no soul owns any other soul. It is not only human slaves that should not be owned, but that all souls at all levels can coexist together and respect and caring for one another. The fifth dimensionals are here to demonstrate and explain and teach this concept as the new age unfolds. Um, really interesting to me because land ownership is really big in our Eastern, Western society and in many other societies around the globe, not just in Papua New Guinea. And I think the, often the, the American Indian had the sense that the land wasn't owned, um, but and some, some other cultures have it. But it doesn't mean that even if you have that, like Havali, he got caught up in ownership and the wealth and the status and the value that was associated with it. He got all caught up with it and lost his way. He realized he lost his way because he also had the understanding that land wasn't, that the land actually wasn't his and that it was there for all peoples. And he didn't see the extended concept really, but he understood some very solid, basic uh, part of this concept. So he realized that he'd gone wrong. So it just was very interesting to me. This is an area I want to explore more uh, in my 
quote unquote, research and expansion of the material. But anyway, I went back at this point to check on Havali, and he, he got a cocoon, and I saw so much dark energy being, letting go, being let go from him that I actually sent in my light to help him. And the higher self told me at this point not to worry that they were taking care, uh, helping him, and that I could check on him later. And then at that point, man number two stepped forward. Um, I'm not going to do man number two, but when the higher self came in, they did give a little bit more on the land issue. So I'm skipping over the man number two at this point in time. I will bring it to you at some point, I'm sure. The higher self, because land is clearly defined in Papua New Guinea, the land issue from Havali is one that has played out all over the island. This is the why this issue is part of the spirit of Papua New Guinea. Now, Conti is the name of the second man, and they said, okay, well, then they go on to Papua New Guinea. But anyway, to get back to the idea of the spirit of New Guinea, um, Havali was talking about an issue that was really part of the Papua New Guinea overall spirit and in our visit there we did uh, not only in the tours we took did we have local people who had grown up in the various clans or tribes tell us about the culture that they uh, grew up in and things that they still do they still follow much of the cultural beliefs even though they're they were working in an eco lodge that we were at that um that, you know, has Westerners and people from all over the world coming to see the birds of paradise and the other flora and fauna in this beautiful, beautiful area. Um, they, and they were very familiar with more Western-type ways. They also were very, still very much a part of their, their own cultures. And so they shared just an enormous amount of information on it and we did also get to go to villages and see uh, many of the traditions and the um, peoples. And, I mean, it was, it was really fabulous. And there was a lot of people who spoke English, very, very high rate of illiteracy. But many people did speak some in English, especially those that had some education uh, in the Western-type educational system. And so we really learned a lot. Would we learn a lot more? Could I learn a lot more? Of course. But you have to understand I, I was an anthropology major. I'm absolutely drawn, drawn to other cultures. And from a little girl... I didn't, it didn't come out six and seven other cultures, but I, you, I, I think I've told you on the show before, I really developed this whole idea that if we just knew about other people, we'd understand their actions. For me, it was very limited. You know, why are they parking on the road instead of their driveway? Or why are they watering this part of the garden again when they've already watered? You know, it's silly little things. But 
I just get, well, there must be a good reason they wouldn't do it because they're not stupid, they're not silly, they're good people. And I just developed this very big orientation that right and wrong and good and bad, ethics, morality, behavior was really defined at the individual level. We just didn't know enough about the individual. So instead of judging, I kept thinking we just need to know more. And that I, I got that whole theory when I was very young. Then when I took anthropology in college, the whole science is based on the culture is relative to the, to the environment, the language, uh, the rights and wrongs within a culture is relative. Um, there are very few universal elements across the board and within all cultures. There are a handful, but for the most part, right and wrong, good and bad, are defined by the culture itself. And I was like, oh, my God, this isn't exactly what I came to develop in, in my own mind, but this is so, so much closer that there was a relativity aspect about it that I dove in and just found, you know, a true love of my life. And so doing and becoming aware of the cultural elements was a big part of my focus and enjoyment of being in Papua New Guinea. So this getting this information and having the spirit of New Guinea be shared with me by those who not only wanted to teach me, but also were wanting help from me. I mean, it was this win-win situation that was fabulous and I loved it. Anyway, so that's, that's just a taste, a couple, three pages of my big full notebook. And there will be more on my show. It will start next week. I hope I can pull it together. I've already ordered the the little GoPro that's going to take the pictures of the video. And I'm just trying to get the whole thing set up. I hope to practice a few times before it happens. But it could be really raw. I don't know how it's going to be. I'm not going to. I'm just going to be myself. And hopefully in time I'll get more comfortable with it and feel more natural and normal. I really appreciate any uh, – giving me the benefit of the doubt and allowing me the process to get through these changes and, and come out the other side feeling much more easygoing. It's going to make me a little nervous, to, I think, to be in front of the, the video camera, but I'm very excited. It's just, it's challenging, but challenges are such great opportunities. And just like this show has always been, it's a challenge and it's a way for me to grow. So thank you for that. And with that, I'm going to end the show. Uh, that's the news. And I'm very excited to invite you all on this journey with me. Because having you with me, you know, means the world to me. And also, if you have any suggestions, any questions, any ideas or anything, please send an email to jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. J-V-V-M Richmond, so it's Janet, Victor, Victor, Mary, Richmond at gmail.com. So J-V-V-M Richmond at gmail. And it really isn't, by the way, Victor, Victor, Mary, but that's the easiest way for me to say it. Uh, my name is a little bit funny. Uh, anyway, the please send me an email. And if I don't get back to you, I apologize. Just know that I will. I always do return. And if you don't hear from me from that, just 
um, email me again. I mean, <laughs> I will get back to you. You can also, um, I think, I'm, you know, I'm on Facebook, too. I'm just trying to think. Higher Self Voice. I can't remember what it is on Facebook. Higher Self Voice gets you to me on pretty many of the things, and there's usually some message thing. You can try that, too. Anyway, I'm hoping to get all of this stuff cleared up. And until next week, wish me luck, but I hope you all have great weeks, and we'll be starting something new next week. I'm really excited. Okay, thanks so much. Wait a minute. What's going on here? Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.